So Jesus directly said, my kingdom is not from this world. So that was that should be a shock to many of the disciples because they were expecting Jesus to overthrow the Roman rule and somehow miraculous. Jesus could have done it because he is performing such kind of miracles. And Jesus himself said, if I call down, all the angels will come down, right? When Peter was cutting the ear, etc. So he had the capability. It's not that he did he didn't have that capability. He had that capability, obviously. But he himself said, that's not the reason I came here. The kingdom which I am speaking about is not going to be a political kingdom where I overthrow certain government and establish a new regime. No. It's John 18.36. That's not from this world, right? Jason, can you read it again once more? Yes. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. As, but as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Yeah. So this kingdom which we are talking about, which we are trying to understand is not from earth. So it's a supernatural kingdom is what Jesus is saying. And it is definitely supernatural because he was healing the sick. He was uh, casting out demons, walking over the water, multiplying bread, things unheard, bringing back dead people. So it was out of this world. He was right. So now we should be excited. We are able to get into a kingdom which is not from this world, which is supernatural in this nature. So we should be, uh, our Holy Spirit should be stirring up inside saying, do we get to this kingdom of world, kingdom of God? Do we get to experience this kingdom of God? This should be our prayer every day. So starting I mean, I already mentioned it, but every day we are supposed to talk to the Holy Spirit, spend time with the Holy Spirit, and he is the one who is going to reveal the truths of the mystery of the kingdom of God. So ask, start asking him, start telling him, I really want to know about this kingdom of God. Can you teach me? Can you teach me and give me, um, unfold this mystery so that I will be able to understand it? So that's about Jews, but how about Christians? What do they believe in general? If you go around asking people, Christians or even Catholics, how do we get, I, this is my favorite question to when we start a normally retreat into a small group. I, I ask, how do we get to heaven? Every single people, person, most of them, like 90% of them will say, by doing good deeds, by, by being a good, good person in this world. Do you agree with that? We need more, more, more to do than that. Right. Can anybody be good? Bible says no. everyone has sinned and fallen short, and short of the glory of God. Our good deeds will never add up that we will be that merit. We will never be able to grow into that such a standard that God will be, okay, you have reached the level where I'm expecting you to come. come. That never happens. Even our Catholic Church, I mean, that's because we don't read our Catholic Church teachings. Catholic Church doesn't teach that you can earn your salvation by works. The salvation is solely based upon the blood of Jesus, the blood Jesus has shed on that cross, what he has done on that cross, and whoever believes in the Son will have eternal life. So it's, it's, it's all based on the worthiness of Jesus, not the worthiness of or merit of me or anybody else. Because he has done 
such an act of love. We want to be obedient. We want to be, uh, and he has given us this command that you should love our God so much. And the same way you should love your neighbor. We love Jesus Christ. And out of that love, we, we do the works of mercy. We do the works of love because we want to, we want to be pleasing to Jesus Christ. We want to show this love back. Jesus himself said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. He only gave two commandments, love your God and love your neighbor. So the way you love Jesus Christ is by loving your neighbor and loving and giving your heart back to God. So that's exactly what Catholic Church teaches. We do the works out of love, not because that works is going to take us to the kingdom of God or the heaven. But many people, many Christians believe that heaven is, or this kingdom of God is something which you will get once you die, and then there'll be a physical place or some somewhere we will be living after that, happily ever after. But yes, it's half truth. Jesus himself in the Revelation it talks about how we will have a new earth and new heaven and we will be all there. Um, we will have a resurrected body, etc. That's right. We will be there. But that's only half truth. And why do why are we discussing all this stuff? Because it's pretty important. It's essential, very essential. Like if you don't have the basics of mathematics or if you don't learn the alphabets properly, if you don't have the grammar properly laid out, you can read any number of books you can go through any number of courses, but you will end up with flawed logic and uh, bad English. Same way in spiritual realm, in, uh, if you are trying to be a good Christian, trying to figure out what Christ wants us from us, we need to have a basic understanding of his own preaching, his handle message, kingdom of God. Because once made, like once we think about kingdom of God as something which happens after death, and we, we will have the kingdom of God regardless of what we do because of Lord Jesus Christ, then why do we need this life right now? What are we going to preach? How do we spread this kingdom of God, etc.? So definitely we do have the heaven. We, we are going to go into a state where kingdom of God will be there. God will be our king. There will be no sickness, um, no issues, no, no tears. We talk, Revelation talks about it. Even Jesus mentioned about it. But then... Jesus said this stuff, Mark 115. And somebody else, please take Luke 17, 20, 21. So by the words of Jesus, he himself is mentioning the kingdom of God is definitely after death, there's a heaven. But Jesus is not, not talking about that coming heaven. It's a kingdom of heaven at hand or near or now. Can, you, some, can somebody read Mark 115? And saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. So Jesus himself is saying, the kingdom of house, kingdom of the time is fulfilled. Basically, the time is fulfilled. We also saw the jubilee year. The time is fulfilled now. The kingdom is now here. Repent and believe you can enter it. So it seems like the kingdom of God is, kingdom came when Jesus was there. So let's read Luke 17, 2021. Uh, now, when he was asked by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Amen. So he is saying, Jesus is saying, 
this was exact question right when do the kingdom of god come and jesus in his own words mentioned which is right now here because it's in you or in your midst is what another translation says so it's in your midst it's here right now as jesus speaks it's there any idea why he said that where would have been why did he say he can't lie right jesus always say the truth he can only say the truth so when he was saying that where is the kingdom of god the translation in you is not that right it says in midst of you within you yeah. within yeah because he was the he, kingdom of god he himself was the that 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 time actually right he was and the king you, he yeah, himself he was, was the, the king. king the kingdom is where the king is his rule his surroundings that's why that's why he was walking like the king and then wherever he goes the kingdom of god is going because the king himself is approaching so he brought the kingdom of god down but it's also going to come after we die we will enter go back to the kingdom of god but right now with when jesus came down he brought the kingdom down to earth and he was in the kingdom of god he was executing everything in his actions in the kingdom of god and he manifested the kingdom of god in their midst so definitely we know the kingdom of god he jesus is speaking is about something which has happened when jesus arrived and then he's picked the disciples they were doing the acts of kingdom of god then jesus died on the cross and he was resurrected and he ascended back even after that a man named saul which later had an encounter with jesus and he never had he was not part of discipleship so he never learned anything about the kingdom of god from jesus himself and this guy he started preaching to gentiles and paul is preaching to gentiles what did he preach i mean we should always wonder about saint paul because he never walked with jesus like other told disciples so obviously he never had any clue what jesus said most probably he might have seen jesus one or two times even we don't know there's no record of him seeing jesus but he was forefront persecuting and trying to destroy the church jesus started but he had an encounter and then if you read the bible he never went back to disciples and said oh you know what i have an encounter can you teach us can you teach me what you what jesus taught you so that i can also figure this out he never did that he was filled with holy spirit and he went back to tarsus where he is originally from and spent 3 years in lone he never came back and met disciples under the jerusalem council which is actually after 12 to 13 years later so and then he started preaching after 3 years he started preaching and he went to the gentiles which means the non jewish people and started preaching the gospel and holy spirit came down there also miracles happened so all these disciples are hearing about the stories there is this the saint paul the soul who used to persecute us now is going around converting people as to christians so they were really worried they were like what is what if this is a new strategy he is following what if he is not preaching the right things because we are the only ones who was with jesus how does he even know what to preach must be. so there was so much confusion and eventually in the jerusalem council paul comes back with barnabas and then talks to peter and um, james all, all the disciples over there and then he explained this is what we did and the gentiles this is what happening holy spirit then they come to agreement right paul you are right whatever you are saying is exactly what we are preaching what our lord taught us so we approve you you go to gentiles we go to jewish people 
So that was the agreement in Jerusalem Council. So you need to look at the uh, at these people as normal human beings, not like great saints, because they they themselves had the struggle. How did Paul figure this out if he never met Jesus? So let's see what Paul was doing in Acts twenty eight thirty one and Acts twenty eight twenty three. The early church. What were they talking about? Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching the things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no one forbidding him. See, he was also preaching the kingdom of God. And then Acts twenty eight twenty three. After they had fixed a day to meet him. they came to him at his lodgings in great numbers from morning until evening he explained the matter to them testifying to the kingdom of god and trying to convince them about jesus both jesus both from the law of moses and from the prophets right so here from the law of the moses and from the prophets which means the old testament he was able to justify or make sure that the jews understood that the, uh, the they were expecting a messiah and jesus is the messiah and how the kingdom of god is not political kingdom the kingdom of god is a supernatural kingdom and he's manifested the kingdom of god throughout the day let's say 12 hours they did but that's what exactly what they were doing the entire day they were dedicating for the kingdom of god learning so Saint Paul, how did he manage to figure this out? He himself says that Jesus taught him, but Jesus was already dead, and he resurrected. He went back to heaven. So how did he? He he says Holy Spirit taught him. That's why Jesus, when he left the earth, you see, it is good that I am leaving because I will ascend to heaven. I will be a seated at the right hand of the Father. Then I will send you the Helper, and when the Spirit of Truth comes, he will teach you. every truth and do you remember jesus himself said every truth will liberate you it will set you free your thinking will be changed you will be will be taught about the kingdom of god and you don't want need anybody else to teach you the holy spirit will reveal the mysteries to the disciples and then sure enough on pentecost they had this amazing encounter with holy spirit and that changed that moment onwards kingdom of god started manifesting through the hands of the apostles and then saint paul came same thing the holy spirit taught them and all throughout the ages age holy spirit the spirit of truth has taught the kingdom of god to the saints in our church and many men of god and here we are in 2000 in 2022 trying to figure out the kingdom of god so who should teach us holy spirit holy spirit holy spirit and he is active and alive he will never leave us so we have the same holy spirit who was living in jesus christ he was we have the same holy spirit who was with disciples we have the same holy spirit who was with saints there is no different holy spirit it is the same holy spirit in me and you and what were we doing in all our lives we were worried about the kingdom of this world we were worried about our day to day activities we were worried about our kids future we were worried about all other things which satan or the kingdom of darkness puts into our mind and we forgot to stick to that one commandment from lord seek my kingdom first and everything i'll take care and we still are not sure enough we are not bold enough to take that because it doesn't seem to be the reality when i when i speak about the kingdom of god i have I got a many questions like it is all right joe you can talk about lord of sting you can go and 
crazily follow Jesus. But what about your life? You have to work. You have kids to take care. You have family to take care. There's so many other things you have to do. So it's good to take. Okay, you need to have belief. You need to have faith. You need to have religion. You have to go to church. That's about it. And then keep moving on. That's the advice. And it's a good advice because they don't want you to go crazy. That's what they think, right? But from my life, I've been seeking the kingdom of God in varying degrees, starting from 2009, which I shared the testimony in the first one. In last 14 years, I can attest from my life in whatever I have seen, God is faithful even when I was not faithful. I have so, uh, I was seeking the kingdom of God and he has taken care of every single thing, every single yeah. thing. God has given me a great life, a great job, my beautiful kids. He has given me wisdom, revelation, Holy Spirit, miraculous things happening right next to my eye. I see the kingdom of God manifesting nowadays almost every day. And my life, I'm blessed. And I will, if I want to redo this, I will start from an even earlier age. I started in my 26, but I if I could, I would, my only wish for my kids are that they start really, really early. Maybe like when they are five, so that there's so much to learn. There's so much to experience. This world cannot give us this kind of joy. I'm not saying there's no struggle, but there are struggles, but there's a peace which transcends every understanding. The Prince of Peace, when you get to know the Prince of Peace, the peace, and Jesus said, my peace, I leave unto you. If you grab hold of that peace, you will never be, wanting anything else. This peace, this joy within, the joy of the Lord is all we need. The rest will be taken care. Rejoice in the Lord and your heart's desire will be answered. So all in the Bible, but somehow it's all must. Somehow we didn't realize this was supposed to be sought after and this is something real. That's how it looks outside. Even the preaching circles, even in the ministries, even in the churches, we don't see. It seems to be a dry land. Just like when the, John the Baptist came, it seems to be all religious stuff. It doesn't seem to have, be even like true. It's just theory, it seems like. It's boring lectures, and there are tons and tons of books to read. And when read the Bible, it doesn't make sense. Maybe we should just leave our lives doing, doing the good works. That's what people have settled into. But Bible says, no, this is not the kingdom of God. There's only one truth. There's no half truth. It's a lie or a truth. So the truth, Jesus himself says, seek my kingdom. Ask, seek, knock, and it will be opened. And God is going to open. If he has opened it to the disciples, if it has opened to the saints, if it is open to many men of God, if it opened to me in a varying degree, it can be open to all of us. And that's where we are heading. And I'm sure we will reach it. So today, another 15 minutes, we will discuss about the other kingdom. When a kingdom comes, that means another kingdom will be overthrown. There's an existing kingdom and a new king is coming. Jesus himself came down. The Bible says Jesus came down so that he will destroy the works of the evil. Which means he is going to destroy this other kingdom. Bible says he delivered us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So we are going to look at what we are experiencing in this physical world. Why were we masked about this truth, the kingdom of God, and this miraculous power, and all that 
beautiful stuff until now is there an enemy out there is there an external entity trying to force us trying to keep us from understanding the truth that's where we are trying to go so first john 5:19 can somebody read that and somebody else take matthew 12:26 john 5:19 john 5:19 john 5:19 So while you are getting at it, um, let me ask you. Uh, we know Lucifer, right? Lucifer is a Satan. Do anybody know what's the meaning of Lucifer? Fallen angel. No, the real name, the name of me, the meaning of that Lucifer name. Beautiful. Not yet. Yes, angel beautiful. of light. Angel of light. Angel of light, or the light bearer, the one who brings light. that was his position before the fall before the fight before the fall and what did jesus call him the prince of darkness so he used to be the light bearer he was the one with the light now he is one with darkness because he was casted out of heaven he is not in the kingdom of god and we also kind of lost the light that's why john says the light of the who is the light jesus himself said i am the light of the world but then when when he was departing he said now you are the light of the world which means from jesus the light which was in jesus is transferred to those who believe and we will be the light of the world so imagine this prince of darkness now who is ruling over the earth which we saw what is he trying to achieve what what's his strategy what is he is trying to achieve the ones who have who are supposed to be the light and salt of the earth which means you and me we should be talking about me why am i not the light of the world yet the kingdom of darkness is the reason so let's read 1 john 5:19 we know that we are god's children and that the whole world lies under the power of the evil one so main thing we don't draw conclusions on our own we had to go back to the scriptures and see what they mentioned so john here is saying we are the sons of god but we know this fact that the entire earth is under the rule of who devil the one the evil one the satan prince of darkness so this is a fact bible tells us whether we want to believe it or not this is the truth it's a choice we can believe it or not but if you don't believe it if you don't stick to the basics we will never we will never progress so that's one thing we need to understand yeah this this world is under the authority when we say the world it, you don't think they like the earth the planet earth it's more like the worldly system the control the re- regime is under the authority of the evil one matthew told 26 if satan cast out satan is divided against himself how then will his kingdom stand keep reading and and if i cast out demons by belzebul by whom do your sons cast them out therefore they shall be your judges but if i cast out demons by the spirit of god surely the kingdom of god has come upon you or how can one enter a strong man's house that's enough one... so jesus here there are few things we should never read bible and just keep reading it like a holy book yeah definitely it's a holy book but jesus said you have to learn this is a mystery so we should focus on every word which came out from jesus so jesus himself here saying so jewish people are accusing you are doing all this miracle casting out the devils because you are partnering with the kingdom of darkness the devil the uh, satan so jesus putting here a question 
Do you think a kingdom can stand if they are fighting with each other? If Satan himself is casting out other satanic demons, how can the kingdom stand? So a few things. Jesus himself acknowledged there's a kingdom of Satan, uh, which is in, in this realm. And then he said, I am doing the kingdom of work. How, how, how is he doing it? He said, if I am casting out them by... by no, no, if I'm casting, how, how is the kingdom of God? How do you differentiate the kingdom of God versus kingdom of Satan? The spirit of God. If I am doing, I'm cast, so this is what basically Jesus is saying. I'm casting out the spirits using the Holy Spirit. That's why the kingdom of God has come. So there are a few clues here. Jesus didn't cast out because he was divine. He was not casting out or expelling demons. By just because he was God, he was using Holy Spirit by the finger of the Holy Spirit, by the finger of God or the Holy Spirit, he was executing everything. And all the saints, all the disciples, everybody was doing the same kingdom works using Holy Spirit, which we also have because we believe in Jesus Christ. So, few things there's a kingdom of God, kingdom of darkness, or kingdom of Satan. Jesus himself is mentioning, so we should be, we should not be confused at this point. And the truth comes, receive it. And if there's any alternate ideas in our mind, that's not from the God. So let's decide to throw every other thought process patterns and now focus on what Jesus mentioned. Luke 4, 6. And the devil said to him, to you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. Right. So Luke 4, 6, this is where the temptations is happening. So the temptation uh, to Jesus, and Jesus was being tempted by Satan, who is the prince of darkness, who we just now heard he is, John mentioned he is the ruler of, he's, uh, the whole earth is under his rule. And he is tempting Jesus, directly talking to Jesus. And he cannot lie at that point because he know he will lie to everybody else, but he cannot lie to God. So whatever he is saying should be the truth. Uh, maybe it's for the first time. It's the truth. So Satan is saying, you know what? If you worship, if you partner with me, I can give the entire dominion, the entire all this kingdom to you because it was handed over to me. And do you know that I can give it to anybody? Another kingdom of God, kingdom of God principle. It, it is transferable or the kingdom. So there is a clue. Satan himself is saying he didn't have it initially. This was given to me. That was a lie. He actually took it from man. It was not given to him. The given to him, given to him in the sense like when the man who was supposed to be the ruler of the entire world through the initial sin, handed over, ended up losing his right to exercise the dominion. And now the kingdom of darkness have a territory. They got the earth under their control. And now they know Jesus came for that. He can overthrow his kingdom, Satan's kingdom. And he's giving a good offer, nice offer. You know what? Don't, don't worry about all this you're planning and whatever you're planning to do. Let's just be partners. I have all authority and you want authority. That's okay. We can be partners. Just worship me as a God and I will give you this entire kingdom and then let's rule together. It's a very nice offer. 
So that's the there we are seeing another kingdom principle. This was given to him, and he can transfer it to somebody else. And obviously, he himself is saying he's a ruler. So no, no doubt there is a kingdom out there, kingdom of darkness, who has some kind of authority over the entire world. And there, the good news is until Jesus came, that was the only kingdom in this earth. Now, the good news of the gospel is that the kingdom of God has come, or Jesus the king himself descended down that he can bring back the kingdom of God. Now we have two kingdoms in the earthly realm from the time Jesus stepped foot on this world. Last thing we are going to learn, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. So Satan has authority after Jesus have achieved what he achieved on the cross and he has ascended. John is writing, 1 John 5.19 is written in... 80s, 60s, which means like after 30 to 35 years after Jesus was resurrected. So the kingdom of God only has come. Disciples are preaching. Christians are growing in number. And even then, John says, we know that the earth is under the devil's rule. But we are sons of God. So now it's very evident. There are certain people who are sons of God, but the earth is still under the authority of the evil one, which we never thought about. We were always thinking God is under controlling everything, but Bible says differently. Bible says the kingdom of darkness is exercising authority over the earthly realm. So what are they doing after the sons of God or after Jesus came down, when people start accepting Jesus, we are given Holy Spirit and we became the citizens of heaven. We became sons of God. We can call Abba Father by Holy Spirit who is inside us. If, if we are sons, we have authority. If we manage to get to know the kingdom of God secrets, then we will be walking just like Jesus did. We will be walking just like disciples did. And it was happening in that time. So the Satan or kingdom of darkness has to come up with a new strategy. If they come to understand that they are born again into the kingdom of God and they have this power and authority over us, they are going to grow in number and they're going to destroy us in no matter, no time. So they came up with this strategy and it is mentioned by St. Paul in 2 Corinthians 4.4. This is the strategy from the time Jesus saved us from heaven, hell. And this is a strategy against the sons of God or the current world we live in. This is the only strategy he's doing. So this is very important. This is the strategy we need to understand and fight against and destroy. So make sure that you by heart or memorize the scripture, 2 Corinthians 4, for the enemy and his strategy. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Correct. So the... God of this world, the G is a small letter G, right, Jason? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that means when, whenever the Bible talks about the real divine, divine God, Yahweh, or Jesus Christ, or Holy Spirit, it will be always in caps G, G-O-D. Whenever it talks about small letter G, that means an authoritative figure, not a divine power, but it's an authority, the God. So God of this world or the ruler of this world, has blinded the unbelievers' mind, or whoever having figured out the kingdom of God is being blinded by who? The kingdom of darkness. And how do they blind? By putting darkness into their mind. 
blinded the minds of the unbelievers. So the battle is happening in the mind, in this mind which we have. And we are using the same mind to try to figure out the kingdom of God. It is interesting. And the battle is happening right now. We are not talking about some battle which has happened long time back. The battle is happening right now in our minds. The, not just right now, the, from the very moment we are born and we are 30 to 40 to 50 years, all these years, this battle was been happening in our mind. And what is kingdom of darkness? They are best at putting darkness into mind. So that, why are they doing it? So that the light of the gospel or the good news of Lord Jesus Christ will not reach them, which means that we will never understand the kingdom of God. We will, which we, uh, our minds will not be able to grasp this supernatural kingdom, the real reason why Jesus Christ came, the real light of the gospel, the good news will never be able to grasp it. Because the moment a son of God, a born again or a baptized Christian understand what is the true gospel, why the light Jesus himself came down, that moment itself, they will lose grip. They will lose control. And a son of God in full potential can completely destroy the kingdom of darkness. So that's the, the, the only option they have. The only option they have is to somehow preventing us, sons and daughters of the Most High, not to figure out the truth. Because that's why Jesus said, the truth will set you free. So a lie, what will it Lie will be binding you down. Lie, lie will make enslave you. To whom? Enslave you to the kingdom of darkness. It is in our mind. So that the light of the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ will not come into our mind. So at this point, I would like to ask Vanessa, if she's here, she had a beautiful vision last time when we were worshiping in this group last session. God gave her a message, which is for our entire group. So let's hear from her what it was. Well, Joe, she's not there uh, because she's got a bad migraine. But I can, I can yeah, share so, some sure. that she got. Yeah, Vanessa, I mean, uh, after the... After the session got over, she called me and she said that she saw, uh, let me just read out what she wrote to me. Sorry. It's okay. She said that uh, she saw a couple of people had their heads pierced by a uh, fiery cross. Then right. But, uh, after that, I think she called you and then she said right. uh, she was praying with you again and the Lord is telling that this good group to pray. There is an anointing coming and many doors are opening and bondages are getting broken. Amen. And she also said that she saw uh, when she was praying with you that uh, in that room, somebody's praying and then many people, you know, like fires, it's many people are getting anointed and there is a... Um, a Eucharist that is there and that is glowing with fire. That's what she said. Amen. And also she has some private revelation. So the first vision, what Jesus is or God is telling us is that in our group, many people are going to have a glowing or cross coming into piercing their mind to their brain. 
which means the good news of the gospel, the light of gospel is going to come back into our mind. The darkness which he has put down in this second Corinthians 4, 4 will be removed, that we will see the light of the gospel. That is his promise. See, kingdom is active. Kingdom of God is active as we speak. The moment we decided to join the session, the moment you are eager to learn, the moment you are seeking, the moment you are reading the parable of God, the kingdom of God is with us. The kingdom of God is preparing for this battle. And it's also the kingdom of darkness. They both are preparing because we are in the verge of figuring out this thing. So don't think that this is just a theory class. Don't think that this is more like a subject of science or biology where you can go and read and figure it out. No, this is real, practical, and it is happening in our mind, in our brain, everyday lives. Our thinking, our thought patterns, our decisions, our emotions, our will, our memories, everything matters. So how can somebody blind a mind or put darkness into mind? That's why, remember, when Jesus said the kingdom of God is for the Children, childlike. The children will inherit the kingdom of God. Do you know why? Can anybody tell with the discussion we had about mind, why would a child be easier? They're very innocent, children. Very innocent. Their mind is not polluted. That's it. Their mind is not polluted by the kingdom of darkness because they haven't started into that age where Satan has can put something in them. So now think about it. We, when we were a child, when we were kids, very infants, we were ready for the kingdom of God. It would be easier for us to understand the gospel of the Jesus, all this stuff. But where did we get the pollution started? Think about everything in this time which alters the mind. You can go into the brain plasticity, etc. But it's, yeah, we don't need to go there. But how do, how do our mentality develop? Right now, if you look at the U.S. school system, Every, the school system has been indoctrinated with all the leftist ideology. Everything which is against Bible. Bible is blocked from the school. Why? Because that's where the minds are prepared. So their school system, learning system. Second, we will learn from our experiences. So the first thing, we, we are born into a family. So we will definitely learn from our parents. And that will affect my mind or our mind, any kid's mind. So what has he done? He has broken the families. And even the families for the father and mother, they are supposed to carry over the kingdom of God principle to them. But they themselves don't know why they were brought into. So many years have passed, many generations have come and we are in this generation, in such a time as this, when the kingdom of darkness has polluted our minds and our kids' mind and in generation mind to such an extent that gospel seems to be a foolish thing. And we have to start breaking down all that mentality. And so our experiences, our parents, our family, our, our reading, the books which we read, it will, the media, everything which comes through the five senses is what changes our mind. So think about all that strategies they will have using right now. With the media, why is this internet being, internet revolution is coming up? Why is the information, I'm an IT guy, so I'm into this, I'm, I watch media, so you, media, school system, everything you, from the, your eyes, what you hear, you read, everything is against the kingdom of God. That doesn't mean that we should just go and shut our door and be in the room praying all the time. No, that doesn't work. Jesus was in the midst of sinners. Always remember, kingdom of God, the one who is inside us is greater than the one who is in the world. Now we understand, right? The one who is in the world is the ruler, the, the uh, kingdom of darkness, the ruler. 
but we are we have somebody greater than him and when we walk past when jesus walked kingdom walked with him when we walked kingdom is supposed to walk with him it's just that we don't know how to so i'm hoping this stirred up our mind we have seven more minutes we are going to pray and worship so is there any prayer request especially uh, the kingdom of god will manifest will start manifesting right from the very beginning so if we have any sickness we'll pray for sickness today so if we need anything i need to be prayed over prayer request quickly say let's um, do like a 10 minutes pray for my son caleb any specific sickness no no sickness uh, it's just oh. for his uh, future career okay uh, brother myself roshan uh, for my healing of my foot i had a surgery uh, yeah couple of weeks back um brother this is yeah. beverly uh, yeah, i i would like to request a prayer for my uh, friend's wife who has is detected with uh, blood cancer sure brother okay. this is neeti here okay. and i would like you to pray for my friend's uh, nephew uh, he is also having blood cancer all right and he's just 17 year old Hmm. And for my husband Paul, he has a severe back pain. Okay. No okay. problem. So, so when we pray, Bible says, if anyone wants anything from God without faith, it's impossible to please God. so we need to understand the supernatural principle the principles of the kingdom of god so first thing we are learning today is a more practical thing we need to have faith we shouldn't be looking at the problem but tell the problem that we have a god who can conquer anything medical science says blood cancer is clearly terminal illness and the headache is something curable and we have that's also look at our mind we are agreeing with it that's right if you are praying maybe headache is easier to heal but that's not what from the word of god our mind is already blinded or having the blackness that we somehow think migraine is easier for kingdom of god but cancer is not easier for kingdom of god we already have lost faith we are already in unbelief and it won't happen so even the mindset has been changed can we change that switch that mindset in one day no we have been conditioned to think in the earthly realm we are conditioned to think what medical science teaches i'm not saying medical science is bad that's that's the earthly way of doing it we have to go and figure this out all that is there but when we get into the kingdom of god our minds to be superior we are in a different realm we are in a uh, different arena where the physical rules doesn't apply much so if you are praying we are supposed to be kingdom warriors we are not supposed to be like the beggars who go to the kingdom and ask for something we are supposed to be kingdom warriors so this is also training part when we are praying we should have this complete faith that our god can heal no matter what he can if he can bring back lazarus from dead after 6 days what's impossible for him luke 1827 i believe it says with god everything is possible how do i retrain so in in current uh, let me paraphrase what we are supposed to do we have to retrain our brain retrain our mind to align with the truth of the kingdom of god that's why saint paul said by renewing your minds come back come back to the kingdom of god so repent and turn back 
repent is like complete change. You have to change. Anyone who is in Jesus is a new creation. We have to start rethinking. How do I, how, how is my brain programmed? Right now, let's look at our minds. What is going on in our mind? We are worried about future. We are worried about our kids. We are grieving about past mistakes. The, that person who hurt us, we are holding that grudge in us. We are jealous. Everything in our mind, right? Emotions, we are sensitive. We are, we are short-tempered. We have addictions. All that, everything is in our mind. Who has put all this stuff? The kingdom of darkness. So kingdom of darkness is inside us, I would say. It is inside our mind. But remember, Jesus said the kingdom of God is also inside you. We have Holy Spirit inside us. So when we pray together today, healings are going to happen. So let's close our eyes for a moment. Close our eyes, shut down the physical reality. The moment you close, 70 to 80% of the physical realm is disconnected. Now focus on God. Now focus on the kingdom. The, imagine in your mind, Jesus Christ sitting at the right hand of the Father, that throne, Father sitting there and Holy Spirit inside us. We are walking towards them and Father, we are asking that your mighty presence be coming upon all of them. Right now, all the blessing, all the houses are cleansing it with the blood of Jesus Christ, wherever they are sitting. Right now, angels come down from heaven. Father, I ask you, Father, that you send down your angelic ministry to all of us, wherever we are, wherever we are, our kids are. I'm asking, Father, that you send down your breakthrough angels, those ministers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you worship, you are okay to worship. Please do worship. If you have the gift of tongues, please use it. When you worship, the kingdom comes down. The heaven comes down. God comes down. The Holy Spirit comes down. And the miracle, the kingdom of God is in the worship, in the praises. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, send down your angels. Father, extend your hand in the name of Lord Jesus Christ that your kingdom of God will be manifested among them. Lord, we are we are have the authority by the authority of Lord Jesus Christ by the name of Lord Jesus. According to Philippians 10, every name, every every you have the authority of everything, Lord. Your name is so high that when we ask you in your name, everything will be given. By the authority of Lord Jesus Christ, we are casting out every single sickness from that right. Right now, we are casting out that blood cancer. We are casting out the blood cancer from both of them. Right now, let the healing happen. Let the miracle happen right now in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Also, I speak unto the frozen shoulders. I speak unto the uh, bad backs. I command everything to be gone right now. Let it be healed. I speak to the nerves, I speak to the brain, I speak to every infirmity, every spirit of infirmity, I cast you out of from the body right now. Let them be open. According to Isaiah 22, 22, let the new spiritual realm be open for them. Let visions, dreams come into their body. Right now, we thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. I command every ear she has issues to be offered right now. Every blindness, every spirit of blindness, every spirit of dumb and deaf spirit, leave them right now. Every spirit of God, Holy Spirit, let them have an understanding. Let them have the spirit of wisdom. Let, let them have the spirit of might and counsel right now. Lord, come down and heal every every broken knee, every the, the surgical part. I command the skin, the muscles, and the organ systems to be in equilibrium right now. Every thyroid issue, every hormonal imbalance. I command.
and the kidneys to be healed. I command in the name of Lord Jesus Christ that the liver cirrhosis, or the liver fatty liver shall be completely taken away. The pressure, high blood pressure, come down. Cholesterol is speaking to you in the name of Lord Jesus Christ that we are the mighty warriors of the kingdom. We are the sons and daughters of the Almighty, and we declare that we are giving out, giving up all the sinful habits, every spirit of addiction. Leave them right now in the name of Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. We love you, Jesus. Lord, thank you. We love you, Father, according to your name, according to your will. Let the healing manifest right now. Let the frozen shoulders be completely revealed now. now. The next, I command the bone system, muscular system, the spinal cord to be aligned. All the discs right now, aligned in, in the name of Lord Jesus, that will be completely aligned. All the gaps, the bulging, be removed right now. All the broken hands be completely healed. Even the skin completely healed right now in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. That all the healing, every spirit of infirmity, I cast you out from all of these people. And I cleanse them with the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm declaring from today, they will start seeing the manifesting of manifested presence of kingdom of God. Angels will be walking around us. We declare that we will understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And we will proclaim your name. And we will preach your gospel. And we will go around doing the exact same miracles you did, Father. We love you, Father. We thank you, Father. We are surrendering our life, our family, our kids to your kingdom. Let them be completely under the protection and the power of the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. Mother Mary, we are asking your intercession and all the saints pray with us. And when we conclude this session, throughout this week, we are asking your guidance in this matter, Holy Spirit, Stir up in us, stir up in us and give us new revelation and break all the bondages, break every darkness, every element of darkness which is in our mind and give us new revelation and give us new desire to understand you. Thank you. We ask everything in the mighty and wonderful name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank See you. Thank 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 you. Thank